Welcome to Paint Ed. PCA provides painting contractors with connections they need to grow their business. To find out more and to become a member, visit PCAPainted.org. Find more great content like this on PCA Overdrive. A subscription to the platform is included with membership. For all of you non-members out there, sign up for a free trial. PCA Overdrive is available on the App Store and Google Play. Welcome back to another episode of the Service Legend Podcast. Happy Friday, everybody. We have Jason Walker. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, man. First off, it's an honor to be here, man. And for all you listeners and everyone that's tuning in, make sure you hit the hearts and likes. Make sure you guys share this podcast because me and Ryan are going to be dropping bombs to get every single one guy and girl to the next level. That's our job as leaders, right? Is how do we bring everyone to the top of the mountain with us? Because if we are failing and we say, you know, it's lonely at the top, I failed to do my job. So, mm. you know, for everyone that's tuning in, I'm super excited for the next 45 minutes to an hour to deliver as much content and enough value to hopefully that you guys could take enough seeds and nuggets and elevate yourself to the next level. Love it, man. I love that. And for those of you that tune in on, on a regular basis, you might be like, well, who's Jason, right? And some of you might know Jason or his company, uh, HVAC Masters of the Hustle. And give you guys some quick context. You know, we work with concrete coating and painting companies, the majority. There's some other industries in there, but um, we're really uh, not marketing right now, but really um, inching into HVAC and garage doors. And so what I want to do is I know we have a lot of HVAC companies and garage door companies in the group right now. So if that's you, do what Jason says. Give us a comment. Give us heart heart to you're here. Hearts right. everywhere. And uh, let us know you're here because this is for you, right? And if you're in concrete coating and painting, you're going to learn from this too. But for those of you that don't know Jason just yet, uh, he is um, one of the HVAC industry's sales mavericks. Uh, starting from a warehouse shop cleaner to becoming a top comfort advisor, he has sold over $18 million in residential replacements with a mission to bring out the Spartan and everyone just saw that. Jason, Jason's training programs have achieved remarkable results, increasing average tickets by up to 40%. I think I would, I'd love that too. Uh, so guys, welcome, Jason. Uh, let us know you're here. We only have a couple of you live. I'm, I'm gonna hit the everyone tag here in a second. Um, but Jason, if you could just give us some quick context uh, to you a little bit, some origin story. Um, I, I listened to the Bradley podcast. Uh, I, you know, I've seen you around here and there. So um, a little bit selfish of me, but I'd love to hear your origin story a little bit and kind of leading up to uh, the training company, man. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I've been in the industry or the trades for over 15 years now. Prior to this, uh, I'm prior law enforcement. I was laid off from the budget cut. So it's a crazy transition going from law enforcement to HVAC, but it never crossed my mind in a million years. But here I am today and kind of that journey of what I you know, had to overcome and the obstacles to get to where I am. It wasn't an easy journey. It was a grind. It was a hustle. Uh, but let's talk about, you know, when I started, I was just an indoor air quality, duct cleaner, shop cleaner. Um, at that point, I was doing maybe one or two duct cleanings a week. So you guys have to understand that's a lot of downtime, right? So I was the gopher. I was the grunt. I was at the office at 5 a.m install trucks lined up, sweeping the trucks out, throwing the ductwork away, re-install uh, or uh, re-stocking you know, the trucks to make sure that my install team was going to be successful. Well, 
Now, fast forward that Department of Indoor Air Quality six months, and I was going from one, two, maybe three a week, where now I'm doing two a day, and I have that department established where we're booked out two to three weeks. So at that time, especially being laid off from law enforcement, I knew that there was a, a big opportunity in A, the industry, and then also the company that I was at. So I wanted to learn some more of the trade, so I jumped into the install position, learned how these things were put together, how they communicated. And for those of you that know or see me in person, I'm a big guy. Everyone says I look small on social media, but I'm 6'3", 200 pounds, right? So, you know, in California, working in tight spaces, attics and stuff like that takes a toll on your body. So luckily, after a couple of years, I got promoted to what we call a parts manager or a warehouse manager. And at that time, you know, Ryan, I called, call this defining moments in your life. And this was one of those defining moments where, you know, I was making 55,000 salary and I was capped. And for those of you that know the state of California, it's expensive. And so at this time was, you know, I, I was behind on all my bills. For those of you that have listened or that are listening to the podcast, you know, uh, I know and understand what it feels like living paycheck to paycheck. I understand what it feels like to struggle. I understand what it feels like to get your car uh, repossessed or repoed. You know, I had a truck and my truck got repoed in my work parking lot in that yeah. position. So as you guys could imagine, I'm also trying to start a family. Uh, I wasn't engaged to my wife at the time, but I felt like I was failing her. I was, I felt like, man, there's just so much going on. And luckily the owner of the company let go of one of his comfort advisors. And I saw that opportunity and this is where So this is where we talk about those defining moments, right? Uh, making sure that, you know, you put in the work and everything. And from, you know, what I was able to achieve from uh, that and the owner taking that chance on me, I came back and the, the company's been in, you know, around for about 32 years at that time. And they never had a $2 million comfort advisor. So it was my mission, my goal in the eight months of that calendar year that was finishing I wanted to be that first $2 million guy. So I ended up uh, doing 2.2 million my first eight months, my first calendar year. Had an average ticket at that time about 10,500. Closed percentage about 55%, doubled my income, made 120,000, right? Hoorah. But here's the thing. Um, at this point, I wasn't living stressful or anything like that. I was keeping up on all my bills but always being a student, always learning. So I went to another training event and I sat down with another comfort advisor who also did 2 million. But the crazy thing is Ryan is I made 120,000 uh, 120, off of my 2 million, right? He made 200,000. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. And when we looked at everything, his uh, structure of commissions was set up the same. And what I learned was a lot of us as technicians or sales professionals, we sell the way that we purchase things. And so my first year, I was shooting myself in the foot and I wasn't working smarter or harder. Right. So I was, uh, you know, I was offering everything five years, zero percent. So I didn't understand the merchant fee of the financing being 15 percent. 
And even though I'm starting at 10% commission, I'm averaging 5-4% my first year. Also, I didn't understand when a homeowner asked for a discount, how to create, uh, not urgency, but how to create value behind that discount, right? So all of a sudden, if there's no value behind it, what are they going to do? Well, Brian, they're going to continue to ask for another discount and then another discount and then another discount until they're satisfied, right? So at that time, I wasn't really selling solutions. I was selling boxes my first year. So after really fine-tuning my skills, then I was able to sell solutions where I ended up, you know, over $3 million the following year. My last year as a comfort advisor four years ago, uh, I had an average ticket of 19500 closing percentage of a tech turnover, 72%, a market it calls 67%, with an average ticket of 19500 Wow. So here, here's the cool thing, Ryan. Now there's a want and there's a need. So I'm going to training events, and now business owners, comfort advisors are hearing there's these numbers, and they're going, man, hey, let's go to a steak dinner tonight. You, you want to go to a football game? You watch basketball? Let, let, let's go courtside, right? And I'm like, man, this feels good because I grew up with a lot of learning disabilities, ADD, ADHD, severe learning disabilities. And so I wasn't really used to people wanting to gather and no information from me, right? Uh -huh. uh, and so this was new and fresh to me. But as everything evolved, I said, how can I reach more people? instead of just going to these quarterly trainings. And then that's five years ago, I looked at HVAC podcast and there was maybe less than 10 for sure. And so I think I started it at a good time. And so I wanted to create a lot of value for people. So I started HVAC Masters of the Hustle and the idea of HVAC Masters of the Which, Hustle- by the way, guys, go subscribe right now. Is it Apple the best, Jason? Uh, anything. Yeah. Apple, you could go up on Apple, the platform, like I said, top podcast out there. And what it is, is it's designed to put heavy hitters every single week, a new guest in what we call a hot seat. Okay. Mm. And we don't want to talk about your successes because we see all that on social media. People like to brag and boast about it. Mm. I mean, I do it all the time. Right. But what I want to talk about- I follow you, by the way. I see it. <laughs> what I want to talk about is, I want to talk about also the struggles, okay? What is it that allows you to become a $7 million selling tech, a $9 million selling tech, or shit, a $200 million business, right? Yeah. What were those challenges and those chinks and those barriers in your life or seasons that you had to overcome? Because maybe someone- on the East coast or the West coast is listening. Right. And all of a sudden it's that little bit of information now that they were having challenges for maybe weeks, months, or even years. And now they have that information to get through that challenge, get through that season and keep progressing forward. And that's what I really think the, the podcast was designed for was to help people really understand a what's possible because people live in a mindset. If, like the four minute mile, right? No one knew it was possible until it was possible. So yeah. that's my journey of, of kind of my, my journey through the trades, which now has allowed me to be one of the top national trainers out there. I would probably argue that my name is probably the biggest name in the industry right now when it comes to HVAC, when it comes to being a national trainer. My team, uh, you know, we're, we're making a huge impact. We're showing people that they all have greatness inside of us. We just got to tap into that beast 
And again, this industry of the trades, right, is a hidden gem. I know yeah. people that are, and I'm sure Ryan knows people that, you know, are ex-cons and felons that are making, you know, three, four hundred thousand dollars business owners that are ex-cons and felons that are multimillionaires or, you know, high school dropouts that are multimillionaires. It's it's possible. It's just what are you willing to potential sacrifice in order to get to that next level? Gosh. So good, man. It's so good. And I can relate with you on, uh, on, on a lot of fronts. I, uh, I started as a, uh, sales and marketing manager. Well, before that was a commercial estimator for a large concrete coating company in California. I'm from Southern California from Riverside County. Um, and, um, and then I went in to be a sales and marketing manager for a multimillion dollar painting company. And that business was in business 40 years. And so I got that same feeling with, you know, I was there, it was good, there's bad. And I went and started the marketing company to help. And, you know, um, so it's really cool to see you go on the training side. And um, I wanted to chat about that real quick. Did you like um, the training aspect? Because I think that's a big missing component with people is, um, you know, is training, right? Um, uh, especially men, right? We're in the trades. It's hard to teach an old dog new tricks and things <laughs> like this. It's still true. I believe it, you know, and, uh, but I wanted to talk with you real quick about like that passion behind training. Like, is that something that you just like, always had or was it maybe from um being a police officer there's a lot of training and kind of things like that where did that come from that desire to want to serve others in that way man so uh it took about a year year and a half for really the podcast to gain traction and just to let everyone know i'm an introvert so when i'm on stage in las vegas in front of a couple thousand people or we're throwing my team's throwing these massive events to me, be on stage or to put out content or even to be on this and I'm looking at a camera, there's no one around me, right? It's outside my comfort zone. But I understand that when we could succeed uh -huh. outside our comfort zone, sky's the limits, right? So about a year, year and a half into the podcast, I had a business owner reach out to me and say, you know, I've been listening to your content and something that I would really like is to have you come out. Have you ever thought about doing an on-site training? So at this time I was working, you know, as a comfort advisor, I was making 400,000 a year. So it never crossed my mind. Well, mm, all yeah. of a sudden I took that leap of faith and I just went, I told the company that I was working at, that I was going to go on vacation. Didn't even tell them I was going to be going up to San Diego to go train the company. But what happened was again, another defining moment. All of a sudden, you know, it's really rewarding when you could diagnose a system and get it up and going for an elderly couple or maybe a young couple with a baby or happily involved them with the system. But when this gentleman called me a quarter later and told me that I tripled his income, he was a single father, he had kids, he wasn't able to provide for him the way that he was able to the last quarter when I hung up, dude, it was game changer. I knew right then and there that I understood what my purpose and what God wanted me to do here was to teach people again that we have greatness inside of us we all have this beast it's just how are you going to tap into it you know too many people have this limited belief that they could obtain six figures right or seven figures why can't you you know what is the limit that you're putting on yourself yeah love that man um okay let's talk about the company a little bit um now what do you think like the biggest challenges because you know i know you mentioned challenges and struggles um, and I imagine your your customers have a similar challenge to what you went through. Um, but what do you think some of the biggest struggles are you see, um, you know, like right now, you know, in summer with HVAC? I mean, I'm a part of a lot of the groups. What's the biggest struggle right now you see, uh, you know, for the HVAC companies? 
Um, right now, I would say probably finding installers is the biggest uh, complication that businesses are having right now is because the last thing you want during busy season, right, is companies weren't preparing themselves for busy season. Um, the companies that are capitalizing right now that are doing extremely well that aren't booked out two or three weeks, right? They implemented, they got the right people. They, they started teaching. So I guess people not being proactive of the upcoming seasons. And I'm seeing that a lot right now that, you know, you see posts right now, hey, hiring installers, hiring this, yeah. $10,000 signing bonus, this, 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 and this, right? But if you prepared yourself, you wouldn't have to do that, you know? And that's that's mm. the biggest thing right now is, how can we not get these installs where they're booked out a week or two weeks? Some business owners I talk to and they're like, oh yeah, we're booked out three weeks. And I'm like, dude, that is horrible. Cause at the end of the day, life happens. They go back to work. Anyone and everyone knows someone in the HVAC industry of the trades, right? So as long, like I want everyone to understand it's just as important to, to do either a next day installs, uh, you know, the urgency is there. The longer that you all wait, the emotion and urgency is gone. And that's why it's so important to make sure that you guys have the right people, the right steps, the right processes. And that's another thing is a lot of companies, Ryan, shoot from the hip. They don't have processes. They don't have right. procedures. They, I mean, it's absolutely insane. But when you're consistent with something, right, all of a sudden you see massive, massive results. Yeah, it's crazy. The more you talk about HVAC, I mean, the more, I mean, since I met Tommy too, I was just like, man, I think I got into the wrong industry at first, you know, concrete coatings. Cause I have uh, you know, I own Cardinal. I don't think I have a logo anywhere, but on Cardinal, it's a concrete coating com company here in Phoenix and did 2 million last year. And you know, I mean, I spend zero hours a month there, but I mean, average tickets like 4,500 bucks. And I'm just like, man, like <laughs> there's some bigger average tickets out there. Um, but on, so on the, on the install side, uh, it almost sounds like another uh, division of HVAC masters of the hustle is like, you guys are doing so well. They're doing so many sales. It's like, you know, is that a challenge for you guys where you guys just help them out so much to where they're like, yeah, thanks, Jason. But like, I'm, I don't know how to do the operations now or the production. Is that a, like a thing you guys kind of break businesses in a good way there? Um, so the, the thing that I really like about our company is I've developed such a great team. And I think I really have the, the 1% of the coaches. So when we look at HVAC, right, mm -hmm. there's different departments, but there's no division. So even though we're teaching them installs and how to hire and everything like that, we're engaging with every department because when we oh, come out there and train, it's, it's department, but no division. So it's how is that baton passed from the, the CSR, right? Uh, dispatcher to answering the phone and how is it passed off to a technician? And then how is that baton passed off from a technician to what we call a comfort advisor, which is a sales rep in the industry. And then the biggest chink in the chain that I find out is the biggest animosity between any departments is sales and installs. And why? Because install people are, are lazy. I'm going to be straight up real with you guys. You guys are lazy. You don't, you don't put the, the proper uh, pictures. You don't put the proper documentation. You don't allow the installers to set them up for success. So they get out there on Monday or a Friday, right? Start of the week or the end of the week. And all of a sudden they walk in, they look up and they go, he didn't measure the attic access. So now they have to build, you know, a, a higher attic access, a bigger uh, hole. They're going to have to demo the inside of the system and fold it down, or they're going to have to go through the return and make it larger. But the, the thing is, is making sure that each transaction, right, or each department. So I have a CSR trainer. 
uh, Normie, she's the one top one percenter. I mean, she's she signs 120 club memberships a month over the phone. Wow. Like that's insane to me. Um, then we have a business coach that will go through your KPIs. He'll give you a business plan. He'll give you a roadmap for a one, three, and a five year. If you plan on doing an acquisition or an escape, he'll show you what that will look like as well and how to set your company and your business up. Uh, then you have uh, myself that will go out there and I'll teach service, I'll teach sales for the technicians as well as the comfort advisors. Then I also have my unicorn, Philip Clements, who's a seven, seven and a half million dollar selling tech. So he'll go out there and he teaches call by call management um, and also how to sell over the or through like a Zoom and stuff like that mm -hmm. and how to build your team up and have a team under you. Then we also talk about installs and we have an install coach as well that goes through everything. And that's what's important is yeah. not just teaching these guys, but going in the, the, the trenches with them. And that's what really, really separates HVAC Masters of the Hustles training compared to the other trainers out there is we walk the walk and talk the talk. Other trainers out there will do classroom trainings, they'll do events, but they won't go in the field with the, uh, they won't go in the field, they won't go in the trenches with your team. Why? I don't know. I do it and I'm a proven fact that any market that you put me in, I will produce the same thing. 19,000 average ticket, I'll close it at, you know, on an average, There we go. We're back. So we're uh, so in a three-day on-site, having myself, Phil Clemens, out on a sales training on-site. We're doing anywhere between sixty-five to one hundred twenty thousand in three days, and this is consistent everywhere we go. So your ROI, our job, our mission is: how do we get that ROI on-site, right? And then we mm. also just made mm. a disclaimer as well: is hey, if you do want to sign to have us come out, we're so confident in what we do. That as long as you set us up with three calls per day, they're opportunity calls, there's no reason why we shouldn't be able to produce sixty-five to 120000 Here's the Here's how confident I am. If you sign up and we don't produce it, I'll stay on my dime. So wow. I won't leave Crazy. until you hit your ROI, right? Well, here's the thing, you guys. It's a no-brainer. Like I said, companies don't understand about the four-minute mile to have a calibrated guy like myself or someone from my team, your team starts to understand what's possible. Mm. Yeah, it's so practical, the way that you guys laid out. And it's not just sales training, you know? Um, for a long time, I thought it was mainly sales training. And, um, but, I, you know, I think there's a lot of, you know, department trainers out there. And it seems like, um, like what you mentioned about the, uh, the baton, you know? Uh, it really hit me about, uh, and I was thinking about all these other, all these things that we're doing, whether it's at Service Legend or Cardinal or different things. And I was thinking about, man, the baton. And I really just visualized the, the like the people running around the track. Absolutely. And, the and that's, that's, and what I, that's what I say is you watch the Olympics, right? And mm -hmm. they practice for hours and hours and hours, just the transition of the baton, yeah. right? But think about it. If they extend a little bit too far, a little too short, what could happen? It could just cause a millisecond 
right? And that millisecond could cause you the race. So that's why it's so important to make sure that every department has that smooth transition and they understand each and every role. Yeah, God, it makes so much sense. Um, and I love the ROI on site. I mean, guys, guys, put a comment. Hash in there. Like, I mean, put a bomb or something. Puts a, you know, like a money <laughs> emoji or something. If you're on yeah. Apple or Spotify, which is the majority of our listeners, uh, looks like we have about four of you live in the group. There's probably some live elsewhere, but um, Apple and Spotify, those of you that are listening to the audio, give us a review on this or something. DM me or DM Jason the word ROI. I mean, I'll set that up. If, if you DM me ROI, I'll send you over to Jason. We'll get something going. But I, I think that's the coolest thing you guys do. Everything I've heard, they're going to come out and get you ROI on the spot. Like, dude, how cool is that? Where did that come from? That's really cool. Uh, well, I, I'm, I'm very confident in what we do. So when I started the training game, uh, a lot of people would say, hey, you know, your average ticket is 19500 The reason why is because you're from California. Everything's so expensive, right? Now, you guys got to think. I'm a year booked out with my on-site train. So if you guys were to call, it would be for 2024 because we're already booked, right? But what makes it so in high demand and so popular is you could, you know, I don't know. I don't recall the show, but Grant Cardone was on it and they dropped him in Pablo, uh, California. Undercover billionaire. Undercover billionaire, right? So I'm like the undercover billionaire, but in, in a role that you could drop me in any market. I don't have to know your, your numbers, your price book, yeah. anything like that. I have a set process that I am consistent with that gives the best customer experience, the best involvement possible. And in any market, I'll close at 70%, 50%, anywhere between that. I'll have an average ticket of 19000 And these are, like I'm saying, small towns, small cities, it doesn't matter. I go from the East Coast all the way to the West Coast, and it's the same results after over and over and over and over. Yeah, I love that. And a lot about, or a lot of what I hear you saying too is that, you know, the baton, these things, is developing these systems. Um, and it doesn't seem like you're just out there teaching uh, mind trash, motivation, or what have you. It's very practical, you know, and yeah. you insert these, like the word systems and, you know, the baton and, it seems like the you know systems in everything that we're doing is massively important. Um, I when I ask you that question about the biggest challenge, mine from like my perspective is is just that efficiency part. Um, mm -hmm. And the word like the way that you put it, the baton, is exactly it. Um, from just having those systems and the operation and the efficiencies. And Tommy talks about it all the time as well. Um, and what I want to talk about real quick is on the system side, is you know. How do you guys help people develop those systems? Is it is it documents? Is it how does that work specifically for for those companies? So it's understanding what the process is. So understanding the why behind it, but making it understanding like building a PB and J sandwich because a confused mind says no or doesn't do it right. Yeah. So I broke everything down into seven easy steps. So you talk with the door knock introduction. How do you start gathering and breaking down those homeowners walls when you're at that door and you're getting prejudged in five seconds, right? Then how do you gain control of that appointment as well? Because a lot of times I go to these on-sites and the technicians allowing that person to take control. Okay. So here's the caveat of that. If the homeowner or your client is taking control at the beginning, who's going to control the close? Okay. So how do you respectfully gain control? And then also how do you, 
gather information and build an arsenal of a toolkit. So when you're in your process or your, your next steps, right. Uh, and you're at your close, how do you overcome those objections? How do you, uh, how are you aware that those doors are closed? Right? So it's called a comfort survey. So we go to a table and again, where you start is usually where you finish and where do people do business? They do business at a table. So why wouldn't you start a comfort survey at a table, right? And then once you're done with that, then you do your service or you do your heat load calculation and your engineering. Then what you do is you bring your homeowner back to the table. You start talking about your company. You start talking about, um, you know, installs that were done incorrectly by companies that were your competitors that have called you to come fix their installs, right? That installs that, you know, so you start creating the fear and doubt to do business yeah. with your competitors. But then here's the big thing. If you're a high average company with a high average ticket, right? Being 19,000, well, I'm going against companies that sell shit at 12,000. Yeah. So how do you build that gap of three, four or $5,000 difference, right? So what I teach is what in-house guarantees do you have? Then what you do as, as a technician, right, is you got to build value off those in-house guarantees and you have to build so much value that you have to have that homeowner put a value, a dollar value of what that's worth to them. Your no lemons guarantee, your apples guarantee, your $500 no frustration guarantee, whatever those are. So then by, you know, you're going through five, six, seven warranties, all of a sudden you have three, four, five thousand dollars $5,000 of value and again, that's what makes you different than all your competitors. That's what makes you that elite contractor compared to your Uncle Buck in your truck, right? So, and then presenting options. How many options do you present? Um, how many, you know, I talk about the objection box. Growing up, I played baseball. And when I look at the objection box, uh, being a tall guy, I crowded the plate. And so knowing that when I come into a house, there's really only five, six, seven objections that they could throw at me, right? Mm -hmm. So same thing with baseball. How many pitches can that guy throw at you? Maybe five, six throws, right? So as a professional baseball player, what are they doing? They're taking batting practice. They're adjusting their swing. So what I did when I crowded the plate, I knew they were going to throw me a high inside fastball, just like a homeowner yeah. did. I'm walking in the house. I'm getting three bids. I'm not doing anything today. We're just shopping around, whatever it is. <laughs> That's the high inside fastball to try to move you outside the batter's box. But what happens is we have to understand as professionals that we have to adjust our swing, right? We have to keep our hands in. We still have to keep our feet planted and we still have to make contact with the ball. So we have to build an arsenal and a toolkit that when we do get these objections, what are you doing to overcome them? You know, three bit objection. Okay, well, let me ask you a question, Ryan. If you were to drive in, in the Phoenix, Arizona area, north, south, east, and west, uh, we'll say 60-mile radius, how many contractors for HVAC do you think there are? All I know is one. His name's Ken. Okay. Ken <laughs> No, a ton. A ton, right? So, so a lot of people say 100, right? 100, so we'll okay. That 100. So here, here's what I'm trying to get at is we give up way too easy as sales professionals. What they're trying to tell you is when I ask that question and they say a hundred and we pack up and we leave and we email them the estimates, they're telling us that they're trusting by getting 3% of the market. It's going to justify by making a good decision. Now who the hell is going to justify making a good decision off 3% of the market, right? 
So it, again, it's being good at asking these open-ended questions, understanding the roadmap of where you need to go, but then also as a technician, don't be the guy that just throws up all the information, right? Be good at asking open-ended questions where you know where the end result's gonna go, but have the client establish what those answers are instead of us just, oh yeah, you need a contact or it's Burton Pitt or whatever it is. Let them establish that by us showing it. The bigger the show, the bigger the dough. Yeah, it's absolute gold, man. Um, dude, so if you guys want to get trained, you've got to reach out to Jason. Um, this, this is ridiculous. I mean, Arl, I mean, you're telling me, Jason, that if I owned an HVAC company, you'd come out and you'd show me how to sell and you'd make me money while you were training me. <laughs> while, I, while I'm training you. I'm, and people, they're like, absolutely, it's a no-brainer, right? That's why I think we're booked out so far is because yeah. it's a no-brainer. Everyone's doing it. Yeah. So that could be your defining moment. That's what I see. I mean, I've got like words here. I'm like defining moment, ROI on site. Like guys, what are you waiting for? Like get trained. And I see this too in different industries. Like, you know, I mainly come from concrete coating and painting. And what I notice in those two is they haven't really gone through the, the renaissance of professionalization, you know? And I think that's what you're talking about is really just professionalizing these businesses. And if it, it, guys, it can really be a thriving business for you. I really love the systems piece of like, the baton, because, you know, no matter what we do, when no matter what we get trained on, if it's not harmonious through the whole process, it's, you know, it balls get dropped, whatever. And I love that about what you guys do. You don't just talk about, hey, do better at sales, do better at, you know, CSR. It's really a comprehensive approach. And you guys come out or that's an option. It, I mean, it's just amazing. If you guys want to get trained, you guys want to grow your companies, you got to reach out to HVAC Masters of the Hustle. What's the best place for them to reach out to you? Uh, when they, uh, so they, they think about next the, year, they could go to the website, www.hvacmastersofthehustle.com. You could email me, jdub at hvacmastersofthehustle.com, or my assistant, Billy, at hvacmastersofthehustle.com. Um, all my social medias, I'm out there on every platform, so you could just look up uh, HVAC Master of the Hustle, it will pop up. Other than that, I, I, I want to talk about one more venture just to let you guys all know. Um, I want to announce, you know, we're, we're doing some big things with HVAC, HVAC Masters of the Hustle myself, but we're doing even bigger things. So I just acquired a company myself, Weldon Long and Bob Miller out here in San Diego. So we're in the process of hiring those one percenters across the nation. So if you guys want to relocate, you guys want to be trained by the best of the best, Myself, Weldon Long, Bob Miller, um, you know, come reach out to us. We're hiring like crazy and we are going to blow this thing up very, very, very quickly. Yeah, I bet that company's going to be trained up pretty well. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> hey, if it's not, I mean, holy macaroni, <laughs> right? But no, but that's going to be exciting. Is this the first time that you're going to be able to implement kind of everything that you know into your own HVAC company? Yep. So I'm excited Dang. to take this journey. Everyone says, you know, this is the next step, right? You talk about, you know, I got financial freedom, you know, yeah. this is the generational wealth stuff. And this is, mm. this is my, my real purpose. So mm -hmm. we could end this with the real purpose of, you know, teaching people of what's possible, but just to let everyone know, I'm very passionate about adoption. My wife and I, we both adopted both of our boys. My oldest wow. is seven. My youngest is two. So with that being said, uh, my bigger purpose of what I'm doing is every time someone 
has myself or someone from my team engage with the training or an event that we do, a good portion of that goes to an adoption agency to help kids yeah. that are in the adoption system, to help find them the right home, the right place, and just give them the love because there's too many people that don't have enough love out there, too many children. Uh -huh. So I do also want to make awareness of that, that whatever you guys do, understand that there's a bigger purpose and a bigger impact that you guys can do. That's my bigger impact of what I'm doing is how can I help create, you know, a positive thing with these kids that don't have families, don't have food, don't have clothes. And, you know, just show them that they are important. And again, that they do have greatness inside of them as well. I'm so glad you mentioned that, man. I think that's a great way to end it too. And I got to tell you, um, man, that speaks to my heart. And, at, you know, at Service Legend, our motto has always been um, more profit, more freedom, more impact. And yeah. because I feel like the first thing you have to do is I mean, you've got to have revenue and profit in the door. You can't do anything without it. Right. So that's kind of like lead to sell cycle. Like you've got to figure out how to do that. Right. By yourself or with others, what have you. And then you can start to have some freedom because you start, you know, you've got money coming in. You can start to buy more sompers, better trucks or sorry, not better trucks just yet. That's more impact. More freedom is higher people. You build the systems, right. You can not have to do everything yourself kind of get to that point and then you can have some impact right because you can't have any impact um you know without any money these days it's hard to do it yeah. without you know who you're gonna make an impact with and i love that you guys share a lot of that same value um over there and um if you guys hire hvac masters of the hustle you're gonna be in good hands um if you guys have any questions reach out to me personally if you guys want to reach out to jason go to the website I'll, I'll, do, I'll do something for all your listeners if you guys okay. are listening to this podcast right now and you all want to, uh, you know, invest in any type of training, an on-site, an online training with your company. Uh, for an on-site, I'll give you additional $5,000 off. For an online training, I'll give you $500 off. Love it. I have that written down. For those of you that are live, if you want that, there's a couple of you live. If you're on the replay, let me know. Or Apple or Spotify, you guys let me know. Just send me a DM. I'll get you guys taken care of. Um, but man... Thank you so much, bro, for, for coming on. Um, everybody, we're going to be doing a webinar. Let us know in yep. comments. Say yay or nay. Uh, if you would like to see a more practical version of a lot of this, maybe of the programs that are being offered in a more maybe digestible format in terms of a webinar, let us know. We're planning what on I, that. What I want to do is everyone that signs up for that webinar, that hour, I'm going to drop straight gold for you all. We'll talk about overcoming objections. We'll talk about building that toolkit. We'll talk about destroyer words. We'll talk about clearing that mind and getting that mindset right so you can progress forward what those goals and visions should look like and why we keep those stuff in front of us every single day so i promise you guys you guys sign up for the webinar typically for an hour of my training it's five thousand dollars or not an hour but for an online three-hour training so this is going to be complimentary i want to create value just because the industry and the trades have been so good for myself that I want to get back to you all. So take advantage of this. Ryan is doing something very special by, by having this webinar that's going to be coming up. And again, from the bottom of my heart, thank you. And it's my job to bring everyone and elevate them to the top of the mountain with me. Love it, man. We'll leave it right there. Have a great weekend, guys. We'll see you guys soon. Jason, thank you, bro. We'll see you guys Absolutely, soon. Brother. Take care. Produced by the Painting Contractors Association and are made possible by members and industry partners. To find out more about upcoming education opportunities or for more information about joining PCA, visit PCAPainted.org.